What's up, everyone? It's NFL Week 14, and this is the game plan where we take a look at all the DFS plays, the best bets for NFL Week 14. We're looking at the main slate. And with me to break it down is top 10 ranked DFS player in the world, professional sports better from the Sharp app, Statsational. John Alessio, what's going on, my man? Not a whole lot, brother. What's uh, What's up with you, man? I'm telling you, I'm eating well after last week's uh, big play on Arizona that you gave out. You said, hey, don't even take the plus five. You're like, take Arizona money line plus, plus 270. I'm like, really? And he said, uh, you know what? Even lay three points on Arizona, which I never do, um, lay three points on a plus five. He said, don't worry about it. Arizona's going to kick some ass. And they did. So apparently we can make money just betting on the Steelers not being very good. We said that one thing I want to get out because I did, you know, I never look at the comments. I, I rarely do. I go back and look at the video and, and jump on the comments. And uh, I happened to do it last week. And someone was asking for an apology from me when Philly beat San Francisco. So um, you're not going to be getting that apology this week. San Francisco didn't just beat Philly like San Francisco uh -oh. bitch slapped like, oh, no. <laughs> both in the score and physically. Like they slapped the shit out of Philadelphia. Like they just, they manhandled them. Debo Samuel looked like a man playing against boys when he was just stiff arming guys, throwing them down to the ground. I mean, the Eagles, you, to quote from the great Denny Green, they, the Eagles are who we thought they are. Oh my who God. we thought they were. John. They are not the team that everyone thought they were at 10 and one. They're not even as good as a 10 and two team. This is not the best team in the in the NFL. They're not the best team in the NFC. And this is going to be a very difficult January for Eagles fans. All right. All I'm going to tell you right now is um, I'm known as a friend of Ben Franklin. And at this point, that's gone. You just took that away from me without my <laughs> knowledge, without my consent. Sorry. I love the people of Philadelphia. I love the Eagles. So uh, John's opinions are his own. I actually have a lot of friends in Philadelphia, so it, it it's a lot of fun for me <laughs> to to just dump on the. We haven't had a lot of opportunity to be able to dump. They keep winning these games that they're not supposed to win. They finally get smacked in the face, and now hopefully Dallas can do the same to them this week and really humble oh them and uh, and shut them up. Oh boy! Uh, well, that was an unexpected start to this one. Um, and I'm sure you guys will have some strong takes in the comment section. Please direct them directly at John. Make sure that we differentiate uh, between those. Uh, Remember the old the old days. It used to be a PO box. Like just send them to the PO box. Send whatever. them to yeah PO box. Whatever that box is, send it directly. Yeah. Don't send it directly to my yeah. my DMs. My friend of Ben's status is is in trouble here. We, we bleed green together, Jets and and Eagles. Don't take that away from me. Um, all right, but we've got another big slate. On the docket, a lot of low scoring games, a lot of low totals, a couple of interesting ones. And, um, I, you know, I'm ready to cash some more bets last week. Last week I gave out my big bet was the over on the Eagles 49ers game. I like betting overs on those kind of games with two potent offenses. And interestingly, John, in the Sharp App Discord, I was able to actually let everybody know to take a live uh, play on the over, uh, you know, after the first quarter started a little slow, which I was expecting. The total went down to 40. I hit it again at 38 and a half. I hit it at 43. Had the pregame at 48. 
everything cashed, swimming in cash. It was awesome. We're going to get that going again this week. We got some DFS and bets, and let's just jump right into it and take a look at this week 14 slate. Um, we look at the main slate. So we're looking at the Sunday games, the the 1 o'clock and the 4 o'clock games as the primary for this breakdown. And um, right off the bat, we've got the Bucks at the Falcons. Uh, Bucks are coming in as one and a half point road underdogs um, to the Falcons. Really interesting. Um, just generally that the Bucks are underdogs in that game is interesting for me. Uh, Falcons back to Des Ritter at the QB position. Nothing really going on uh, on the Bucks team to uh, really talk about. Big game for Mike Evans last week. How do you see this one going down? I, I, I think it's interesting that the Bucks are underdogs here. You, you really think the Bucs should be favored on the road? Yeah, against the Falcons. It's the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's basically what they're saying is right now, you know, I tell you a home field advantage in the NFL, it's sub two. I, I graded it at like 1.75. They're basically putting these teams at equal footing on a neutral. I, I think that's I think that's about right. Like, I just don't see it. Um, you know, I don't I don't see Tampa being all that much better than uh, Atlanta. Now, with that said, we we do have sharp money coming in on the Tampa side of this game, but the square money is on Tampa as well. So both the sharps and the squares agree that Tampa is the play. I don't necessarily, I don't agree with either side of it. I mean, I can't really get on board with either Tampa or Atlanta here. Um, yeah, I, I just don't like the game. Uh, 39 and a half on the total, maybe a little bit on the under, but if I had to lean one way, I would take Atlanta. I'd take the home team here, and I would take the uh, the, the only bet that I like the most is the uh, is the under on this game. But quite frankly, it's this is not a game that I'm I'm feeling real comfortable uh, betting. I don't like the spot. I would take you know it's one of those nice teasers where you could get the you could tease it up or take the alt line on uh, Tampa and get it up over the seven. Um, you know, you take that six point teaser and get it over the seven, get the seven and a half. The old Wong teaser plays. I don't mind that, but I don't like anything. I don't. I don't like any alt lines here. I think this is a tight game. I can't see this game being a blowout one side or the other. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think it's a strength on on kind of strength matchup here. Uh, I do like the Bucks side of it a little bit. Uh, Bucks are really good against the run this year, and um, you know Falcons. As soon as you take that run away from them, they haven't just been able to do a whole lot um, on the season. So I, I just lean that way uh, from a uh, just just matchup perspective. I do love the idea of adding those points to. Uh, the Bucks because I don't really see Falcons blowing teams out by seven or nine points. So you're you're even a six and a half point teaser. You are up to um, eight, which is sort of the magic number in a game like this low total game. So I don't mind that at all. As far as DFS stuff, I mean, last week you had the big week for Mike Evans, and and that's in play here again. I don't think it's a great spot, but you know certainly in play. But I think more interesting is actually on the Falcon side. Drake London and 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 even Kyle Pitts are so cheap at this point. And now you're going up against a Bucks team that really funnels away from the run to the pass. So I, I do think there's a little bit of interest for me in uh, London, more so than Pitts, probably a little Drake London at 4,600 or super cheap on DraftKings, so to speak, just as a, as a starting wide receiver, WR1, that's under 5K. Like that's always interesting. I don't care how bad your QB is. So I, I do have a little interest in him. Um, probably a week to stay off of, Rashad White, though. Rashad White has kind of floated up in price beyond my comfort zone. So I'm probably going to stay away from him. I don't know. Maybe a little Bijan as well. Maybe a little Bijan action from the Falcons. You can't ignore 39 and a half point total games in DFS this week when nine out of 11 games are that. So you can't just ignore them. 
Um, all right, John, let's move on to game number two on the main slate. Lions at the Bears. The Bears are at home in this one, and they're three and a half point home favorites. Uh, this total set at 43 and a half, and um, it looks like one of the better games for DFS purposes at very least. It's, it looks like it, both offenses have some life. But um, how do you see this one going down from a betting point of view? Uh, do you think the Bears can keep the winning ways going here? They've looked pretty good as of late. I mean, I, you never know what the, I, I never know what to get with with Chicago because I think they're they've got the biggest because of the quarterback. They've got the the lowest floor and the highest ceiling uh, with that quarterback. When he goes off, he's he's got the the highest standard deviation basically of any quarterback in the league. I think he's potential for an eight, and he's got the potential for a forty. Um, so I think he's just unlike anyone else. And because of that, the team really has the potential to win just about any game that they play in. But the overall team itself is just this is just a really bad team. Uh, my lean would be taking the points. I would take the three if I can get the three and a half, even better. I do like this game to the over. It, the 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 game looks a little light to me on the total forty three and a half. Yes. Um. You know, you, you're agreeing with that that's one. That's what I'm like, looking at. The over yeah. is the thing that's that's popping for me. Um. More. Uh, you know. More so than than taking a stab at. More so than uh, taking a stab at the three and a half, which, you know, I could easily see the line. Even I wouldn't even tease this up because I could see the Lions winning this game by by twenty. Like that could happen. Oh, yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah, but I yeah. think I, I think the Bears will be able to score. Um, the Lions' defense has not been that strong here, so I I can't see how both teams don't get into the twenties and push this one over. So I do like the over um, as a bet in this game. Yeah, and and I mean that that works for DFS purposes as well. When a game is playing to the over, that means hopefully uh, players are outproducing some of their uh, predictions. So you know, on DFS slash fantasy this week from these two teams, I think a lot of goodness can be had. Um, bear side of you know, I have a sneaky play on the Bears, but I think the obvious is Fields, DJ Moore, uh, Cole Komet. That trio really good. Lions aren't special versus the pass, or don't have any special defensive abilities, especially outside of the dome that I'm worried about. Um, the, the sneaky play I've got from this game is Roshan Johnson. Um, Roshan really kind of took the lead back role for the bears last week and look good doing it. And I think lead lead back for the bears is a good spot. Khalil Herbert just did not get a ton of work. Um, really came in as the as the secondary play. So I like Roshan a little bit as a alternative to whoever else is exciting in DFS uh, at running back, super cheap, under 5K. There's not that many players like that on DraftKings this week. And the bear and the lion side is the lion side. I mean, you have the usual suspects. Uh, Amin Ra is fine here. Um, both running backs are certainly in play. David Montgomery, revenge narrative. Don't know if that means anything, but it's there little revenge for paying me for all those years. Gonna revenge, avenge that money I made from you. And then um maybe Jamison Williams as an outside or 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 Sam Laporta. All 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 the alliance pieces I think are interesting here. This is one of the games I think to target. And I love that you mentioned uh the going to the over because that's how the game does uh do good things for DFS purposes. So definitely a game to uh focus on in NFL week um 14. Um, before we get to the next game, John, I wanted to just let everybody know uh, just an awesome new feature that we have going on here on the Proptimizer tool at Sharp App. And if you're not signed up at Sharp App, 
I don't know what you're waiting for. We have promo code DFSA20 that gets you 20% off. It's $49.99. takes down to $39. And this is the prime tool, this Proptimizer tool that really helps you uh, make sharper prop bet decisions. We've been crushing it. I've been using it for NBA every night, and I don't know anything about NBA. I know very little. I don't watch the games during NFL season, and I was just printing cash. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Mutt has been giving picks out from the Proptimizer um, every day on Twitter, I think he's 13 and two over the last 15 days. Those are tracked. I mean, these bets are really killing it. And here's a, the new feature that we just added into the Proptimizer is the um, this uh, you know last 10, last 15, little 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 data, recent um, history, and you can kind of see how often a player is um, hitting a particular prop. So you know, hey, do I want to hit this? Well, it's only hitting 30 percent of the time. Maybe I don't want to go for that one. So uh, a really nice little tool, and it's just it's just a start. Over at Sharp App, we have so many more plans for the Proptimizer tool, adding more and more features to make your prop betting decisions easy. We've got members already telling us they're getting limited at sports books. It's fucking awesome. If you want to be an advantage better, make sure you check out Sharp App and get signed up. And you get John's picks. Like every play that he does, he's given out over in the Sharp App. You were up, I think, 32 units last month. I saw your tracker. So um we we were up uh the the entire Sharp App team is up over a hundred units, which is crazy. Yeah. I think I was up like 16 or 17 units, but the uh yeah, we've never. I mean, that that was our that was our best month, and that's following our two prior best months. So it's really things are you know we we've kind of we've trimmed the fat. We've got just a core group of guys now, and I, I think um, I think probably the best in the industry. But I hate focusing on the tout stuff. Like, okay, we're good at that, but ultimately, what we're trying to build with the app is we want people to be able to to do this on their own. And I think that's the tools that we're putting in your hand. And when you're in our Discord, like. I can't encourage people more. Those of you watching this who are uh, part of the Sharp App Discord and those of you who are going to be joining, like, you know, tell us like what it is that you're doing because collectively, I think we all get smarter uh, by it. It's I always equate it to the UFC. It's like everyone had their own disciplines. The UFC came along and now everyone knows, all right, jujitsu, wrestling, and like, like there's a combination that's going to be the most dominant and guys who are doing Aikido are going to get their ass kicked. Like, so the Aikido guys, that's the that's you sitting in your basement by yourself figuring this stuff out. You need to like put all your information, good and bad, out there in our Discord. We do the same, and then we can all pick the best stuff, and that's what we want. We'll all benefit from that. That's why I love Discord. Sorry, you, know, you kind of have thing. to be like a like a Gen Xer from Brooklyn to even know what Aikido is, because oh, well, I know you uh, don't even say it because I know where you got it your from. Boy, Steven Siegel. Yes, yes, our our local. Brooklyn celebrity Steven Seagal and his and his Aikido Aikido Jitsu skills that only translated on screen. Unfortunately, if you ever tried that in a real fight, you took a beating. Um, it did not help, or at least it didn't help me. I took a few beatings trying to use that uh, stuff I learned from Steven Seagal. As it turns out, redirecting somebody's uh, uh, strengths on one shot doesn't doesn't really help with the follow-up blow at all so no. um learned it the hard way back in the day on the mean streets of brooklyn let's keep going here john though and yeah it, again beautiful thing about that sh the sharp app is the community the discord a lot of that where people are sharing ideas and coming up with stuff together and i really it's just a great place to be so make sure you check it out and the tools continue to level up they're already beyond other apps out there we already have the best actual model for these for these um props in existence and it's coming out 100. Uh, these are tracked units. So make sure you check it out if you bet on sports at all. Um, all right. Next up.
the Colts at the Bengals, the battle of the backup quarterbacks, kind of. I don't know, Minshew at this point is kind of not a backup quarterback, but he is. Um, Bengals looked really good with Browning on Monday night. That dude can that dude can sling it. If the Jets had this version of Browning on their team, they'd be uh they'd be 10 and 1 right now. They'd be 11 and they'd be 11 and 3. Get Browning on the Jets. But um Bengals look good last week. Bengals are plus 1 in this game. They are at home again taking on a Colts team uh that has been looking pretty good with Gardner Minshew, uh Michael Pittman turning into a stud WR1 especially in the absence of um you know Jonathan Taylor. And on that note, last week, last week's chalk play of Moss is still very cheap. Didn't do much last week and probably will be much lower owned for no good reason other than the results didn't really fit the opportunity. So how do you see this one going down? Bengals plus one. Yeah, I, I, mean, total. I, I like what I saw from uh, Browning. I thought the entire offense looked pretty good on Monday night. It was killer for a lot of people in survivor pools. I know that and a buddy of mine took his down. Um, because yes. of that game, so that was a that was a, a, a tough a game. lot of you a know, lot of survivor pools ended last week. That's oh, last yeah, Monday night basically put yeah. a lot of people to sleep. So um, yeah, my buddy hit his. I've got in mine. I'm I'm down to 15 left. We started with like 8,000. It's double picks. I only got. I just didn't have Jacksonville only out of pure luck because they had taken them a few weeks prior. So you got to get lucky with these things. But um, but yeah, the, the, I think I like Cincinnati coming into this game. Um, the line has kind of moved in Cincinnati's favor. Yet the public is on um, is on the Colts here, so I think the public and the public money have not able to move. They weren't able to move this game to the three, and conversely, it actually moved it down to one and a half one. So that signals to me here that the Bengals are live, and um, so I like the Bengals side, and I, and I think the over is in play as well. I think this is another one of those games. I think this is actually this is one of my favorite games for the uh, weekend in DFS. Just because I mean, you got two quarterbacks at the right price, and I don't like those high-priced quarterbacks this week. I don't like any of the matchups, so I think this is the sweet spot that mid five thousand dollar range for quarterbacks. I like this game to go over. I like just about every piece. I like the running backs in this game. I like the wide receivers. I like tight ends in this game. You got a cheap tight end with Cincinnati here, twenty eight hundred. I like that play. So I think this is one of the games you could load up on. Give me the over. Give me Cincinnati. Uh, that's my bets for this one. I love everything you just said. I, I don't, you know, I agree. I think the running backs look great. Moss and Mixon, both very much in play. Um, I don't know, even, even, I don't know that the Bengals can support like multiple wide receivers having a good game with Browning at the helm, but, but we saw last week, Jamar Chase is able to have a ceiling game with this quarterback. Um, so that's but cool. You could throw, but you could put Chase in there with the tight end at 2,800. And, you know, all he's got to, at 2,800, he gets three yeah. catches, 30 yards, and, and a touchdown in there. Like, that's fine. Like, we'll take yeah. it. And we'll chase you don't even off. need the touchdown. At, at 2,800, you know, four receptions, 40 yards is is okay. I got he's an eight. Doing it. Yeah, he's, you know, been, he's been I, I love it. Listen, I picked up Tanner Hudson. I, I love the 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 QB turn tight end that starts working. I picked him up in every dynasty league I was in like three weeks ago. And thank goodness, because they're all double tight end leagues and I didn't have a tight end. And like it's it's working out very nicely, even with the backups in place. Um, I really like this game as well. And I like what you just said. So I can't wait to explore that with you when we get to, you know, the boner alert game um, later on uh, with the Bills and, and the Chiefs. But but like it's an entire slate of that one game versus the whole rest of the slate. That's how I kind of see this slate going down. 
And you really want to be able to find there's such a high likelihood of that, you know, Chiefs and Bills game, just like Chiefs game have not been playing to the over at all. So there's such a reasonable likelihood of that game kind of not going a certain way. And if it doesn't, you got to find one of these weird 42, 43 point total games to stack up. And, and this one is just as good as anything. Cheap pieces galore. Michael Pittman, 17 targets last week as well on the Colts. So uh, 16 targets like he was targeted galore. Minshew is okay. A lot of goodness to be had in this game. I, I really like that you mentioned that. Um, all right, moving on. We've got the worst game on the entire slate, the Jaguars at the Browns. And it's weird that it's so terrible because this is an eight and four Jaguars, seven, five Browns. But this game has a 30 and a half point total. Um, John, when, when um, I don't know, I was going to look for this game the other day. It wasn't quite live yet. I guess they weren't sure that Lawrence wasn't going to play. And I was trying to bet it to the I was trying to grab some unders on it before. And now it's 30. Oh, can you bet under 30 in a game? Uh, I think there's uh, some weather potential, too. I think I think they're expecting. I'm not going to worry about weather on Wednesday. I can't worry about it today, but I think I heard that. I mean, 30 and a half is just ridiculous. Um, I did like the under in the Jet game last week, and that was pretty low as well. And that one, I had more confidence in that under than I do. In this one, although you're in a similar situation here with Cleveland, I thought Flacco looked pretty good. I don't know if you yeah, watched fine. that game. I watched it. And want, see the, the problem you have, the, here's the difference between the Jets and Cleveland. Two really good defenses, right? You could put them, they're pretty much on par with each other. The Cleveland offensive line is maybe the best in the league. They yeah. just haven't had a court, any quarterback play. The Jets' offensive line is maybe the worst in the league. So, that, so you know, I, I had people's like, oh, well, if we had Flacco, he'd suck. I'm like, yes, he would, Jet fans. Like, yes, he would because he can't move. He sat in the pocket all game long in that game. Now, they couldn't put enough points up on the board, and the Rams were able to beat them. And that, that was one of the worst games their defense has played. So I don't necessarily like this game to the under. Uh, even at 33, I don't like this game to the under, you know, weather aside. Um, 30, I do though. like yeah. Cleveland to win this game, though. Um, I think I think Lawrence is a big part of that. I think they're hurt more here. I don't love Bethard. I think they're hurt more with the with the loss of Lawrence. And like I said, I, I with that offensive line for Cleveland, I think they're going to be able to move the ball. I like Ford in this game, even at that low total. Um, but I think Cleveland moves the ball. I think they cover this line. And it's one of those things, again, I, I hate to bring up Survivor, but Wednesday's my day. I do Survivor videos, so it's on my mind. And it's like, you know, you start looking ahead at Survivor pools like three, four weeks down the road, and you just never know what's going to happen. Trevor Lawrence, get like you're saving them. Here it is, and now, now they're an underdog. Like it happens with all of these teams. Every so it's really hard to look that far ahead in the NFL. And uh, here you have it. Like you know, Cleveland, Cleveland with no quarterback against Jacksonville with no quarterback. You might have been hoping for this game. Um, so are you take? Are you laying three and and grabbing? I'm going to lay the three. Yeah, I, I like Cleveland here. I, I laid the three points. Yeah. I, don't, I like it too. I think I think Cleveland needs the quarterback less than the Jaguars do. Yeah, and that's really what it comes. The Cleveland is just—they win on defense. They win running the football. They're going to stop the run. They're going to limit your passing. And you put a back a backup in there, a, a Bethard in there against Cleveland. And to me, Cleveland defense is the number one defense on the slate. That is the one you want to target. So it all it all comes together. And and you also have no Kirk. Yeah, no, Kirk. I don't think it matters. Like that part doesn't matter as much to me as as just like doesn't nearly matter as much. But yeah, 
ain't helping them, right? It's so not helping. It's just the whole the whole package there. I, think I like e- Cleveland. I think ETN has a tough time here finding space. Cleveland defense is good, yes. and they don't have to account for the pass as much when Beathard is the QB. There's a lot of reasons why I, I agree with you. I like Cleveland. I might take a money line here just like to get cute because that's how I do it. But um, I just might get a little cute with the money line. That's all. I'm not sure yet. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I love laying the three because I think this game is super low scoring. But I'm fr- right now it's three on MGM. I think it's three and a half on other sites. So if you want to grab it right now, maybe minus one twenty on yeah, you MGM. Can get three. You, you got to lay a little juice on Fanduel at minus one fifteen. Take the yeah, three. Yeah. Or yeah. So it sounds like Fanduel is the spot to grab it. I might grab it on Fanduel at three and just YOLO it. Um, all right. Next up, John. The Panthers are at the Saints. The Saints are five and a half point home favorites here. I don't know if Derek Carr is playing or not. Could be hurt. Who cares? But um, beyond that, Bryce Young sucks. I think he's a bust. I don't think he's going to turn it around. Last week, though, Chuba Hubbard did some goodness. And there's a couple of little pieces on this team that have come through a little bit. Mingo, I think, had 10 targets last week, which is interesting. The total here is set at 37 and a half. What do you say here? Is there a play on the Saints at home minus five and a half? Yeah, I like two plays in this game. I mean, I like I like the Saints. I'd lay the points here. I think the Saints, um, I'd actually feel better maybe with Winston at, at QB. I think they'll put up more points. Um, so I I would like with Carr, let's put it this way. I like them either way. I'll lay the points here. Either quarterback. Carr at quarterback, I like the under a little bit more. Uh, I, think, I think there's more okay. potential to score. With Jameis, and he's always got the potential to uh, give a short field to the to the other team. So um, I I really like, but I do think it's gonna it's gonna wind up being Jameis in there. And I I like I, I think they cover the they cover it either way. Yeah. Um. You know, from a fantasy perspective, I think he helps this team. When Jameis came in there, I mean, Kamara was looked that much better. Like the whole team looks better. Um, the team is better with Jameis. I don't understand. I, they paid Derek Carr a lot of money. Team's better with with Jay. I think the team's better with Taysom Hill at the QB. If it were me, I would have Taysom be the actual QB, or maybe maybe mix it up with Jameis Winston for that like that different flavor look um, during the course of the game. A little different flavors, a little chocolate and vanilla. A little. I was gonna say a little chocolate vanilla, a little swirl. You, you got a swirl. swirl. You get the swirl yeah, yeah, going. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's better. The swirl is always better. Swirl's good. Yeah, you get the best of both you worlds. You get it. Yeah, you want the best of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I like Jameis better than Derek Carr for sure if if he were to play. But, again, I like Taysom Hill. I'm a big Taysom Hill guy. Um, as far as DFS angles, there aren't too many here, I don't think, to really get crazy with. Um, the Saints side, I think it's a good game for Kamara. Uh, I think it's a great setup for Kamara, and it could be a good game for him. He's a little overpriced in DFS. It's difficult to play him. But, um, you know, it's certainly a good spot. For Alvin here and and um you know Olave is always a stud, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Chris uh, uh Chuba Hubbard, you know, Bobby Wow gave out the Chuba Hubbard play on tournament tactics last week, and I was like unfriending him. I was throwing up stuff on the screen. It's like, come on, man. I can't click that button. Chuba Hubbard, you needed him to win the tournament. Uh I don't think he does it again. But you did need Chuba Hubbard 25 points last week at 5k when all so many of the running backs disappointed. So again, kudos to Bobby. Wow. On that call. That was amazing. Um, all right. Next up, John Texans at the jets. Jets are home four point 
underdogs. And the total is set at a brutal 33 points for this one. So, you know, CJ Stroud has been the darling of DFS, the darling of fantasy, you know, Nico Collins went crazy. You got, you got Noel Brown on the team now with Tank Dell out and you got the tight end in there. Brevin Jordan doing things for cheap. This is, but now they're going up against the Jets in a 33 pointer. That's not a place where fantasy points go to grow and, and, and prosper. What do you think? Yeah. Fantasy wise, avoid the game. Um, betting wise, I do like the Jets. I'll, I'll take the points here. I, I think the Jets are going to give them a problem. The public likes uh, the public's going to like Houston in this game. Um, this line has come down. I like the Jets. I think the Jets win this game. This is my. I'll give you. This is my Arizona of last week. Technically. Really, I think the Jets on the money line. Jets win the game outright. Um, so that's that's my play on on this one. I mean, Houston's just going a little. Houston's gonna. They'll, they're going to see some regression here. Uh, I love what they've done. Outside of the fact that maybe they they cost a 150-pound wide receiver his season on one of the dumbest goal line calls of all, like why he was even in there is beyond me and how he's in the middle of the pack. And as you know, I've got him in that uh, in that expert league. Yeah, you're so screwed And they go and blow it for me. You needed him. I mean, just what is he doing? Is he going to like block some linebacker to help you score the touchdown? No. Get him off the field. Like if he's going to be on the field, just let him hang out by the sideline and be a decoy. Put him where uh, he belongs. Don't put the 150 pound man anywhere near the giant uh, monsters on the D line. No, I mean, there's too many big bodies in there. We, yeah. we don't want, we, we don't need that. So imagine if you anyway. or I were in there running around with those giants, like you're, you know, like you're five, seven, five, eight tank Dell size. And here are these like super giant humans. I, like get away from me, bro. I don't want to be. Anywhere I've, been around, I, I, I've been around. I mean, I'm sure you've seen, you've been up close and personal with some of these guys and it's, oh, yeah. it's into, I, I was in an elevator with uh, miles Garrett last summer oh, no. in, in Vegas. And I'm, I'm just, I'm standing. It was just me, him and his girlfriend. And I'm just looking at him going, this guy runs like a four, five 40. And he's as big as he is standing next to me. Like the thought of that guy getting a full head of steam and then, and then hitting me is I'd never get up again. How hot was so, his girlfriend? Yeah, she was. She wasn't bad. She wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. I always yeah. enjoy that that part of it. It's always like some smoking hot Instagram model standing always. next to the player, and you're like, oh, okay, that's appropriate. Listen, you, he earned it. You're you're one. Yeah, of the, that's what I think. That's exactly what I'm thinking. World. I go. You know what? If I if I had gotten to the level of being Miles Garrett, then I would feel very deserving of an Instagram model on my arm. Yeah, that's why when you look at Patrick Mahomes, you're like. And he's married no, to no, that. no. We're not going to. We're not I going mean, there. You can't. I don't get it. I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm going there. I don't get it at all, man. Oh my! God. And I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I see the two of them sitting next to each other, and and she makes Taylor Swift look like a supermodel. So I love Taylor Swift. Oh, oh no! So wholesome. So wholesome. Oh yeah, yeah. She's a wholesome girl. Um. All right. Texans at the Jets. Uh, oh, DFS angles. There are no DFS angles to be had in this game. There is not a single player that I'm interested in. Actually, no, there is. I'm sorry. Let me let me back it up. Zach Milfson is back at the helm for the Jets, which brings Garrett Wilson at mid 5K price point into relevance because pretty much when, when for most games, 
Garrett Wilson is getting double-digit targets. And if I could buy double-digit targets for 5,500 on DraftKings, even though it's the Jets, I think that's a worthwhile um, purchase in terms of volume, wide receiver volume for, uh, against the price. So I think that Garrett Wilson is actually playable, as crazy as that is, with, with Zach Milson at the helm for the Jets. I don't really want to go there with Nico Collins against Sauce Gardner, although matchups don't matter that much, John. They don't matter that much. He could still get it done. He could still get it done. Um, Yeah, that's it for that one, though. Let's talk. Uh, next up, we've got the Rams taking on the Ravens. The Ravens are seven-point home favorites. Best defense in the league, maybe. Who's better, Ravens or Browns right now? No, and I, San Francisco in that discussion. San Francisco was. I would not put San Francisco in there. I think it is Baltimore right now. Really, because you have to piece it all together. When you have an offense that scores, it makes your defense worse. Yeah. Uh, so they've got the they've got the best mix now. One key stat that I look at, I haven't looked at it this week going, I don't think it's changed. It's probably gotten better for them. One stat that I look at, and it's really good uh, predetermined for success as far as winning a Super Bowl, that's passer rating differential. So you're looking at your, your team passer rating offensively versus defense. San Francisco is by far the best right now. And Dallas was number two. Um, and I believe Baltimore was three. So those are like the three. That's that's one of the, like Philly was, Philly's now probably negative in that category. Another knock on Philly not winning a Super Bowl this year. So, you know, that's why I, I felt very good about San Francisco uh, smacking them up this year. But I think Baltimore, um, I, I would put, they're probably the best defense in the league. Uh, I think all, you know, from, from uh, metrics, metrics wise, they have been. Yeah. Metrics yeah. wise, they have been. Listen, it's still a small sample size of only for 13 games. And as crazy as that sounds, that's not like an end all be all sample the size. The NFL season is a small sample size. That's what yeah. people don't understand. Yeah, you know, when you're looking at DFS, good. you're looking at DFS and you're like, oh, I haven't won, you know, I've lost, I've, I've lost every week or I've only won one week in this year. Like if you're playing NBA, that's only a couple of weeks, like not even two weeks of NBA play. It's easy to go on. You got to get lucky. It's easy to go on a multi-week. Yeah. Freaking NBA. I haven't, I have some NBA DFS questions for you, but um, I don't know. I'm not going to save that for another discussion. So I don't want to sure, get into sure, that. Sure. Um, But Talking about this game, 40-point total on it. Rams on the road. They were less good on the road than they're at home, um, but Rams are pretty fully healthy for this game. You know, Puka should be probably in there. Cooper Cup is in there. Matt Stafford's fine. Everybody's there. All teams are healthy for the most part. Um, I'm not seeing a ton of DFS angles that I'm really dying to target here. Um, the few that I've come up with, you know, Isaiah likely looks interesting, and maybe, you know, Zay Flowers is always kind of mildly interesting. On the Rams side, I think you you have to account for Kyron Williams every week. If any any running back who's getting like ninety percent of the touches uh, is somebody that needs to be accounted for, but um, it, it's forty point total. Is this one popping for you at all? Can, is Lamar Jackson somebody that uh, you, you're trying to get into your mix this week? I think Lamar's probably the best option of the high price quarterbacks. I'll say that. Um, really. Yeah, I think my highest the guys, I'll say that right off the bat. What's I mean, that? Josh Allen is the best option. No, 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 no. Yeah, so, it's going to be Allen. It's going it, to be Allen. Not, Ooh, Allen's been good. Could we pizza bet? A little pizza bet? I think Allen outscores uh, Lamar Jackson. You want to want to do a little something? Same price. Well, give me odds. I'll take Brock Purdy to be the highest scoring quarterback on the slate. 
what is with? I got to go with odds now, and I got to now. I'm taking odds. Do you need for that? Priced. What odds do you need for this? What what odds? So what odds do you want? Oh, what I'm just saying. What's the projection? If I take Brock Purdy against Josh Allen every week, who are you going to take? You're going to take Josh Allen. I should get a little something. I'm taking Josh Allen against Brock Purdy. I will take Josh Allen straight up against Brock Purdy if you want to do it at plus one. Wait, oh, what? Wait, you're saying so? You see, this is the thing with John. Now I think he's like give me odds, but but he's not. You're not going to accept like show odds. You're going to accept like well, if you went onto the sports book and you you took it, so you want like plus five hundred odds or some insane number. Well, I don't want plus five hundred, but yeah, I would want plus money on the bet. Yeah, I'll give you plus one fifty. I'll take plus one fifty. Purdy beats uh, Josh Allen this week. Jo- not the whole league, just Josh Allen. No, heads up, yeah, yeah, heads up. But what what wait? What can I get on odds that um, Purdy? Is the highest scorer on the slate? Oh, I mean, now you're talking. Those are big odds. You I'll take a shot on I'm that too. About. This is what yeah, I'm talking of course. about. Come on. This is what. Hang on. Let me look at the domination station here. I don't just make bets. I make informed decisions. Well, think about it this way. What's his ownership going to be? Let's see. Hold on. I don't have ownership yet, so yeah, we don't I can't have that update. yet. It's a little early. Um, it's too early in the week. But Josh Allen, we've got projected for twenty-one point five. You're right. Lamar Jackson is projected higher yeah, than yeah. this is early shit. Lamar's I don't buy best, it. Lamar's the best high price guy this week. There's no doubt. I don't buy it. He's and better then, than Kansas City is not giving up anything to quarterbacks. And Mahomes hasn't done anything all year. So if you give me those three guys, give me Lamar. I'll just take Lamar. I'll give you Lamar against Josh Allen straight up, even money. Lamar's you have to give me odds. Lamar's projecting higher oh, than Josh. Why? Allen. Because the because DFS Army agrees with me. Yeah, yeah. What kind of That's, odds? It's a half a point. I want, I want plus one twenty-five. One twenty-five. Guys, giving me one fifty for Purdy. You wanted Purdy. It's Purdy's got the one hundred. I want Purdy at a plus money. I'll give you. I'll give you Purdy. That's ten percent less. He's ten percent. He's projected ten percent less than Allen. I will give More. you Purdy against Josh Allen. Um, I will give you plus one twenty-five. No, I want a little bit more. If I'll take plus one twenty five, if I get Lamar at, if I get Lamar at plus one hundred five. All right, you want Lamar at plus one hundred five plus against money him. against Josh Allen? Yeah, I'm accepting it. Hundred. Okay, bucks. you got both of those. Both of those bets. And and the second bet. Wait, I I I feel like I'm too levered to uh, Josh Allen right now. Well, so am I. I'm on the other side of, of a Josh Allen bet. Yeah, I feel very levered to it. But oh, you, fine, you, you, I will do yeah. Lamar Jackson against yeah, Josh Allen. Lamar Jackson at plus 105 against Josh Allen. And then plus 105. And then what do we say for Purdy? Plus one, 125? 125. Okay. Plus 125. Purdy versus Allen. Guys, if you're watching this, pick a side. Let us know in the comments. Who are you with? Are you with John or are you with the geek? Just just be known that I've never beat you in any of these. So it's it's coming. Just let everyone know. I never went. Whose side are you on? That's all I want to know from the audience. Pick a side. And then I will judge you based on if you chose against me, I will not like you. But I, I do like the Rams as a bet, though. What's that? I do like the Rams a little bit as a bet. Um, it's kind of a fade the public. But public's all over Baltimore. I, not that I love the bet, but I don't mind it. I don't mind taking the points here. You can I'm definitely seven. not. I'm not laying seven. seven. And a half. Uh, yeah, I'm not laying seven. Period. I like not the over. The, not in this game. Um, 
We just talked about points. how great the defense is, but I, I kind of think I think this game goes. Uh, I think it goes over the forty. Yeah, I can see that. Listen, if you're winning your 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 um, if you're winning your Lamar Jackson outscores Josh Allen bet, then this game is probably playing to the over. So yeah. if you, I'm not going to allow same game parlays on the on the Kevin Sportsbook, I don't. I, we don't allow those here, no. especially not with advantaged betters. That's just a that's just a way to lose a lot of money as if you're the sports book. So I'm definitely not doing that. Um, let us know, guys. The, are you on are you on team team statsational? Are you on team geek? I'm on the Josh Allen train. Which way are you going with it? Let us know. Pick a side. Um, all right. Let's move on. Um, oh, oh, we didn't talk DFS pieces from this game. Uh, again, I think I feel like I did talk DFS pieces. Yes, I did. So let's move on. Uh, Vikings at the Raiders. The Vikings are three-point road favorites. This one has a 40-and-a-half-point total. And, um, John, is there a bet here? Uh, Josh Dobbs going up against uh, AOC? Yeah, this is it. This one, I, I mean, the the sharp money is on Minnesota. I would kind of lean that way as well. Tough to, you know, road favorite, Minnesota. But under the field goal, I just think it's be- It's just a much better team. You got Jefferson coming back. Um, I would lean that way. I like the I I, I like Minnesota to, um, laying the points here, but don't have a ton of confidence in that one. It would be more of a play where I'm just kind of going to jump and tail the uh, the sharp money. But um, yeah, other than that, I'm looking at the total. This is another total that I kind of I, I think so. I I think we see a bunch of these games go a little bit over this week. So I, I think this is another total that we could get over the forty. So I kind of like Minnesota over. That would be my parlay on this game. Let, let me ask you this. Dobbs at almost 6K. Has it gotten out of control? Is it too much? Is it the Are we to the point where enough is... Take it easy. Take it... Slow down. Take it easy, guys. This is still Josh Dobbs. We're not talking about Josh Allen here. It's a different Josh. When he was 5K and it was like he was shocking us with a 23-pointer, we were all excited... When you're 6K, you need a 30-pointer to excite me. Is it too much? I think it's a little too high. Um, but, I, you know, the matchup's not terrible. He can no, get there. Yeah, it's good on paper. Justin Jefferson returning, that's good. And they have weapons galore in, in, in Minnesota, Hawkinson. There's so many weapons there. I think there's too many weapons. I don't think you could pick one and be right enough. Like is Hawkinson really going to go bananas on the on the Justin Jefferson return game? Maybe. And if Justin Jefferson is back, is Addison really a viable guy? And what about these running backs? So there's a lot of weapons on Vikings. Probably too many weapons for me to like figure out a good DFS stack with with Dobbs. Uh, I'm I'm having a hard time with it. I can't really like why wouldn't he throw to Addison? Why is he throwing to Jefferson? What about Hawkinson? There's too many names. Too many studs. The studs that are too many. It's an Irish accent. The studs was, are too many. Is was, it, is it more, Scottish? It's more Scottish, yeah. Yeah. It's from it's from Braveheart. So yes, that's right. Actually, it's Scottish. Yeah. But it was the Irish guy in Braveheart. And yeah, it was the English are too many. Yeah. And then Braveheart comes out and he's like, shut up, we're gonna kill those motherfuckers. Oh, and then the Irish guy comes out and he starts screaming some shit. And then then they go, go on a killing spree. I love Braveheart. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It is one of the best ever. Yeah, it's one of my favorites of all time. Like, I don't, you know, love it. Love that movie. Fucking William Wallace. 
Uh, I like that you can look past and forgive. Uh, yeah, I, I had this whole, like, you know, in these times that we're living in, I had this whole conversation with somebody. Literally, I can't believe you just brought that up. But like in these times that we're living through and I'm like, you know what? I'll take I'll take Mel Gibson's like, you know, weird, weird reasons for for being like a, a, a Jew hater a lot more than whatever else is going on out there right now. Like, I'll take that over, you know, the what's going on in like with with like the young people and their craziness and their, you know, like at least Mel Gibson had some weird religious reason for for his shit. Like, I don't know what it was, but, you know. I, at least Mel Gibson makes awesome movies. Like, at least you make awesome movies. I'll accept it. If you make another Braveheart. Like, have you seen Lethal Weapon? That movie was awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that dude has a lot of great movies, Mad Max. Like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna shut that off. What have these knuckleheads that are protesting in the streets ever done that was interesting? Except just be annoying. Like, no. Create something. Yeah, man. <laughs> Stop destroying, stop destroying things and create breaking shit and whinging about having a life that's too good that you feel guilty about it. Like, oh, my life is so great. I'm going to those people need to be in a war. Okay, and that'll straighten them out. (laughs) Fake oppression. Anyway, um, where were we? Rams at the Ravens. Um, Vikings at the Raiders. That's what we're talking about. Uh, DFS Raiders side also. Josh, I think Josh Jacobs is playable. I like how we just transitioned from Mel Gibson being, uh, uh, you know, issues and this and and modern times and protests to, you know, I think Josh Jacobs is a really good play in this one. But I do. Um, Josh Jacobs coming off of tons of volume last week, and he's doing it with the, I think, 20 carries, multiple receptions. Can you play Devontae Adams tied to AOC? He's in the sevens. I, I don't love it. He's in the sevens. No. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a tough one. It's tough to swallow. There are other good plays to pay up for. I think. I think it's acceptable. Also, Jacoby Myers is another one that he's on the fringe of of playable. He's in the mid fives. Um, got a lot of targets last week. Got a lot of action last week. Although I do think it was kind of like a fluky. I watched that game, and I don't know that that's going to be repeated. So it's really hard to find a lot of pieces to get excited about. I think the Vikings running game is completely untouchable uh, between the two guys. You just can't trust any of it. So, um, yeah, that's about it for that one. Um, let's let's talk about this game that you've been excited for. Seattle at the 49ers. Uh, 49ers are 10.5 point home favorites. Totals 46.5. One of the higher totals on the slate. Second highest. Um, so my question for you is, number one, you mentioned Purdy before. Do you like the 49ers to cover 10 and a half? Uh, I don't necessarily love the the spread on this game. Usually I'd lean towards the dog on these double-digit uh, lines. I, I think San Francisco's got the ability to just blow them out. I know they're coming off a big win. So, you, you know, that's another thing that kind of scares me. Maybe you have a little bit of a letdown off that win. But this is a divisional game. They've got home field advantage in their sights. They know if, if uh, Dallas can beat Philly. And that puts them in the driver's seat. So I, I think they'll be playing this game pretty hard. Um, you know, everybody likes to beat Pete Carroll in that division. So I I, I like Pete, but I'm sure he rubs a few of these guys the wrong way. I, I think the overs where the play is. I think there's going to be some points scored in this game. Mm-hmm. As you know, I, I love Purdy this week. I think he's one of the better quarterback plays for the week. Um, so I like this game to the over, even at the 47. Um, and this is one of those, I think you do the old, 
this is the old pizza bet alt line take the over all the way up to 60 points wow that is that is um interesting that's not how i was kind of foreseeing it but i mean that's pretty good uh, you know seattle did play this game out two weeks ago and the 49ers absolutely destroyed them they destroyed them to the point where purdy didn't need to do much if you recall um it was all running back i think christian mccaffrey had an incredible game um purdy didn't do much in that game at all he only scored 12 fantasy points um Christian McCaffrey, I believe, had a smash game uh, against Seattle, 33.9. So so really good game for McCaffrey, and I think that um, happens again here. I think a lot of what, what you're talking about comes down to can Seattle play them tough? Can Seattle play them and score? Can Seattle do kind of what they did last week and just find miracles, uh, rejuvenate C, uh, DK Metcalf and all of that? So... That's really what it's going to come down to for me. Seattle's running back situation is really bleak. Um, you know, it looks like Charbonnet is hurt. And I don't know that Kenny Walker's back yet. Even if it is, this is not like a, you don't want to be running against San Francisco. You got to throw the football. So um, I think just Seattle needs to make a game of it. I would certainly lean if I was teasing this game towards teasing it down, not up. So I'd be looking to move that line to three rather than trying to, you know, get a plus 12 or a plus 17 on Seattle. I think Seattle is definitely live to get completely blown out here, but they can keep it close enough that I think even with the San Francisco win, um, they keep it close. I, if I'm, if I'm doing that over bet, I think you want to also bet Seattle. I don't see how it goes in place to the over, like you just said, especially not the alt line over without Seattle making a serious game of it and putting up some numbers, um, you know, kind of, kind of maybe taking advantage of a, of a 49ers defense that's exhaling after last week's big win. Maybe, I, you know, that's kind of how I would see that. If it's going to work, that's how I see it working. Um, as far as pieces from this game, I think the best piece is Christian McCaffrey, if you can afford him. Um, I'm not as on board with Purdy as you are. And now that I bet against him, I don't want to root for it because I'm trying to win that $100. Trying to get my $100 bills. But... Um, I'm not as high about Purdy. I really, I need you to convince me a little bit, John, because I think that this is a game where 49 should just lean on the run. Why, why do you think it goes different? No, I think they could lean on the run. I mean, I'm not, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, with the uh, CMC, they could, they could dominate the game with yeah. him, but I, I think he's going to get, I think he'll get plenty of, uh, plenty of action in the game. I mean, you look at the prior game that they played against yet yeah, was actually one of his worst games. Uh, Purdy, the prior game against Seattle. So, I, you know, I could see the case being made where they just kind of rely on the run, but he's had too many good games. I, I think for the price, I don't know, maybe they're sucking me in. I, I think I'm just looking at more from a DFS standpoint um, and looking at the price in this game that I think for the price in that situation, I think a lot of people are going to be off of it because, you know, 10 point spread. I, I think the potential is there where they could just really ring up a bunch of points in this game. And he throws for three touchdowns in this game, which is certainly possible. Even if he's throwing him to C-Mac, I, I just think the potential is there. I think he's got a high ceiling. Let's just put it that way. In this okay. Game. Yeah. I'm, listen, I'm cool with that. I just, I legitimately want to know because I want to, I'm searching for the non-Josh Allen spot all week long. I'm just searching for it. Where can I go? And there's a few spots here I think that we've identified that, that could really work. Um, but speaking of Josh Allen, the big game of the week, you know, the one that stands out above all the others. And, and yes, yes, these can disappoint. 
And this probably has a higher disappoint potential than some of the other ones do because Chiefs have been disappointing all year. But we've got the Bills at the Chiefs, 48.5 point total. Chiefs, 1.5 point home favorites, uh, two elite teams, two potential Super Bowl teams. Uh oh. That's right. That's the game. If it goes a certain way, John, and I acknowledge that there is a pathway where it is halftime on this one, and you're like, how is it 9-3 to three at halftime? How is this happening when Mahomes is up against Josh Allen? That is within the realm of shit that could happen. But the other shit that could happen is scoring, answering, and scoring some more. Whenever you have two great offenses on the field that both know that the other team is going to be scoring, there's a lot of pressure on these teams. Bills, 6-6, six and six, must-win situation for the Bills. They might not make the playoffs. So the Bills need to win these games um, to ensure their spot. They're already looking like they're not going to, you know, it looks like Miami's going to take the AFC, which means uh, the Bills absolutely need these wins just to hold on to wild card positioning and not be in a horrible situation. They're a team with Super Bowl aspirations. So um, I, I just think they're going to be going all out to ball out. I'm, I'm worried about Kansas City and can they keep up? But is there a bet in this one? Uh, either side, I, I'm t I, I have a side. Buffalo is the bet. I like the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo is the bet here. Um, I, I think. And Kansas City team is disappointing. I mean, I've seen it. So obviously, Buffalo has been disappointing as well. But. I think when you look at it, like it kind of surprised me that the line is this low, which almost which is enticing me um, to bet Buffalo even more here. Um, you know, this this one, it should give you it kind of gives you the feel like Dallas Philly, like it should be a three point line. Right. And it's sub three. It's two, one and a half. Um, I mean, just picking a yeah, winner I, at this I, point, I, like at one and a half, you just you get a little plus money on on bills. Yeah, if you want to just, yeah, you can just take the, you can just take them on them. Yeah, you can yeah. just take the money line. I would actually lean towards the under. I this game does not excite me nearly as much. As you, like Mahomes has not been. No, Mahomes hasn't had that game all year, and that's. I think a lot of that has to do with his wide receiving core. I think if you're looking at it from a DFS standpoint, Kelsey has not been good over the last like four or five games. If he was going to bounce back, like this is going to be the spot. They looked terrible last week. I think Mahomes just says, you know what, I got one guy I can rely on, and he's getting peppered with like 20 targets this game. So I think you could see that. So I do like Kel and I do like Pacheco a bit, but I, I'm not a big fan of uh, Mahomes. I don't like the high price, and as we talked about earlier, I don't like anyone going up against this Chiefs defense. The Chiefs have been making quarterbacks look terrible all yeah. season long. I don't like playing Allen in this spot. I think the game stays lower scoring than we think. Uh, I like the under. I like Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. Listen, Chiefs defense has been good. There's no doubt about it. I'm, I'm no, there's no disputing it. But I think Josh Allen is better than. Um, a good defense is. So I just think he gets past it. I think he's that good and he'll just, yeah, it's a good defense, but he's Josh Allen and <clears throat> he's still going to do his thing. So that's my, that's my reasoning with, with Allen. It's really just like, yeah, chief's defense is good, but they're not that good. They're not that good. Like they're good, but they ain't that good. So um, yeah, give me Josh Allen. I love that you took the bills here. I like the bills. I think you take them on the money line. Just take the plus one Oh five. Don't worry about the plus uh, 1.5 or you move it to plus three and a half and really lock yourself into a W 
as long as it's a close game. So um, I think there's uh, there's a merit to both sides of that. Um, if I'm doing a safety teaser, I will be teasing up. the. I will have a safety teaser on this, but I think you take it straight up. But in my safety teaser, I will tease the Bills up. By the way, last week's safety teaser plus 700. It was the, um, it was the, I took Eagles plus nine and a half as part of it. And that was the, that was the, that was the fail. It's brutal. I, I hit every other bet of the weekend though. It was, thank goodness. Cause I fucking lost half my money in DFS and I got it all back on the sports book. All the bets given out in the sharp app discord in my channel. I don't consider, I don't put my channel like, I don't consider, you know, it's like, I just share what I'm doing. I don't, you know, tell me or not, I don't care, but it was a really good one last week. Um, but yes, I like the Bills side here. As far as um, players within this game, on the Bills, you know, K-Shack, all of them, everybody's in play. Diggs, K-Shack. Um, uh, last week, we loved Gabriel Davis. He came through in a big way. Um, I don't think that it's Gabriel Davis week again, but he'll be in my mix only and exclusively in stacks with Josh Allen on the chief side. You, na you named him, you know, Kelsey, if you're playing Mahomes, you want to try to get Kelsey in there with him. Um, that's your, that's your ultimate stack. And then Rishi Rice has looked good. 10 targets and nine targets of the last two weeks. You give me anybody getting 10 and nine targets on the chiefs for 5k. I think that's a fair um, price point on DraftKings for that. And um, Pacheco getting all the touches with McKinney out. So uh, Jerick with Jerick McKinnon out. So um, pieces galore on this game to target. Uh, I'm sure there will be some secondary randos on the Chiefs that go off, but I never like to guess who that's going to be. Um, you know, it could be it could be uh, Justin Watson or you know some of these other names like Sky Moore. I'm not going to guess that deep. I think it's too sketchy to to guess to that level. And um, I don't really need running backs from the Bills. Although again, James Cook, fine. I don't hate him. I don't hate it. Um, again, top game of the week in terms of the. Total, but John Statsation Alessia is warning us that there is definitely some kind of disappointment uh potential here. And that probably like unlike two weeks ago when the Bills, who the hell did the Bills play two weeks ago? Was it the uh who'd they play two weeks ago? Was it the Bills 49ers two weeks ago? Was that the game? I can't remember now. I, I can't even remember, but like I, I was like, oh my god, go all in on this game. You don't have to worry about it. Disappointing. I think it was Bills 49ers. Um, and we just went all in on Josh Allen that week. I think in this case, I'll still have a lot of Josh Allen, but you've sort of talked me off of going all in on him. It's I mean, I, I, I think it's risky. He's been he's been very good. I mean, no doubt about it, but I just think he gets it done no matter what. Yeah. It's tough against Kansas City's defense. That's true. That's fair. Um, all right. Last game of the main slate. The Broncos taking on the Chargers. Chargers are five and seven. There are three point home favorites in this one. The game carries a 44 point total. So, John, let's talk betting angles here. Um, you know, Chargers three point home favorites. Seems appropriate. Uh, yeah, I, I would say it's probably the appropriate line. I, I am just not a fan of uh, I'm not a fan of this Charger team. I, Denver should have won that game last week. Just come up short. Um, the Chargers go play. I mean, obviously a terrible offensive game, but they hold an inept uh, Patriot team to zero. You saw that stat. The Patriots lost three straight games 
while giving up 10 or fewer points first time since 1938. I mean, that's, oh, that game was so ugly. <laughs> it's insane. Um, I like Denver plus the points here. I'm going to take the points. Give me Denver. I think I still think Denver's going to the playoffs. I think this is a different Denver team now over the last five, six weeks than we saw earlier in the year. That's why I'm not I'm not high on the pieces from the Chargers. This Denver defense, it's like a different team, different defense. I do like the pieces on the Denver side, though, from a fantasy standpoint. I like the running back here. I think Williams is in a really good spot. Um, so yeah, from a from a DFS standpoint, I don't mind the game, especially on the Denver side, but I do like Denver plus the points. And uh, not getting a real good feel on the total. If anything, I like this total uh, to the under. Interesting. Yeah, I I, uh, I mean, a, a Chargers team that couldn't score last week at all. The problem with the Chargers right now is they're very one-dimensional on offense. Um, you know, it's Keenan Allen and, like, nothing else. Uh, you, no one, no, nothing else. No one else can catch a pass. And so you could kind of focus in on Keenan. Um on the charges. And then Austin Eckler is good, but he just had not been that good so far this year. I know it's coming. Maybe this is the week, um, but it hasn't happened so far this year. So it's, it's really just an interesting team. The chargers, uh, Quentin Johnston pops a little bit for me and my model um, this week in a game where um, I don't know who uh, Pat Sertain jr. Is going to be covering. One might assume it would be Keenan Allen, but it might be Quentin Johnston, which would ruin that. I think um, Quentin Johnston can't get open. So you don't want him against the good corner. What about Javante Williams, John? What's up with that no, guy? I, I, he I think I mentioned. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned Javante. I like. I think it's a really good spot for uh, Williams this week. This is he finally comes. Does he finally come through and give us a tournament worthy uh, pr- performance? Yeah, I think we could see it. I think we could see that this week. Yeah, you know, even in that bad game, I mean, Ramondre was playing well last week. Ramondre yeah, started not. well. He, I had a core play on Ramondre. Yeah. So you know how my week went. <laughs> yeah. That didn't help. Yeah, I had no. him in every 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 handcraft had Ramondre in it as like my first button push. Not good. Um, we're gonna make up for it this week though. Um, yeah, I like Javante here. I'm ready to go back to it. Even the pain, it hurts. Last week he did, you know, great matchup didn't come through. Going right back to it. Got to go right back to it. At some point he's gonna come through. Um, so I like your call here. I, I didn't have a play on this game, but yeah, I think if you're playing it, I would be on the Broncos side as well. I think you take the points. If it was Chargers plus three, I'd take the Chargers. Then you take the points here. And maybe this might make its way into the safety parlay. The safety teaser parlay. Safety teaser parlay. Um, which I will give out later on this week in my channel in the Sharp App Discord. Remember, guys, if you are not signed up at Sharp App and you bet on sports at all, you, you're in a sportsbook betting state or not, and you bet on some overseas book, we don't care. We don't discriminate. Um, I recommend getting signed up for Sharp App. It's a Discord. It's betting tools. It's the Sharp Report where you actually find out who the Sharp bettors are on, uh, inside information that no one else has. So it really is a great suite of tools for anybody. Promo code DFSA20 gets you 20% off your subscription to Sharp App. Sharp.app is the website. Sharp App is the app. You can download it, grab it, download it, and leave a nice review if you can as well. We appreciate uh, those positive reviews if you can get them. And, um, John, any final thoughts on the slate? I think we've said it all. Yeah. Um, some controversial things. For those of you in Philadelphia, you want to hit up John directly on Twitter at Statsational. Bring it on. I'll be tweeting. 
I'll tweet at you all game long Sunday night. Oh. S at S T A T Statsational. Direct them to John, um, if you will, and let us know whose side are you on. Purdy, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Who is taking home the hundred, the two, the hundred, the two hundred dollar bills? Basically, who's taking home those hundred dollar bills? I say me. Um, so let us know in the comment section below. And um, good luck in the bets this week, guys. We will be back throughout the week here on the channel, of course, for the tournament taxes, all the different shows. And we've got some uh, prop shows in the works as well. So stay tuned for those. Hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and get signed up at Sharp App. We'll see you guys next time.